With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. And a very good morning to you, late tea time podders out there. We were supposed to come to you last night, but because of the lateness of it all and the lack of markets and what have you, Dave Tindall decided to go to bed instead, get some sleep and look at him. He looks beautiful on the screen. It's all worked out. Some beauty sleep has worked its uh, its trick. And uh, DT, first of all, um, a, a terrific Open Championship. It's bubbling up very, very nicely. And second of all, 17 to 1 treble, tick landed. Money in the bank. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? That treble yesterday. We uh, got the early one in with Adam Scott uh, when he shot, what did he shoot, 65? He outshot DJ, which was some effort. Rode the momentum from uh, yesterday, uh, from so round one, which was the sort of thinking behind that. Then Lee Westwood got it done, which was, he was sort of the banker, really. And then Victor Hovland, did you see oh, when he held out three? Yes. Yeah. My mini mate. He's. He, yeah. I mean, when when Colin doesn't perform for me, Victor steps up. That's it. So Victor was. He had the lead in in that uh, three ball for quite a while, and Shane Lowry nudged ahead of him, and it was looking. Oh, this one's going to get away from us. And then he held that pitch in that wedge for eagle that's like get in there so i, lo- I love that the way he, he kind of stepped out of the um from behind the mound or whatever and just sort like saw it he got in and just went like that it's got in it's gone yeah. in <laughs> and then, ab- absolutely sick. he played well as well he's he's not out of it is he either victor no he's in great position um as it happened then larry made a double bogey so he won it with a bit to spare hovland but yeah 17 to 1 treble so that that gives us a winning week whatever happens i think Happy days, happy days indeed. Um, let's have a look at the uh, top end of the leaderboard then. Um, as we go into round three, the early birds are already starting out, but they're the ones back on evens. 
um, in the championship and a long way behind the leader, Cam Smith, who is 13 under after an eight under par. Second round played magnificently yesterday. Cam Young, two Camerons, top of the leaderboard. He's 11 under. Victor and Rory are in there at 10 under. Dustin Johnson, nine under. You've got Scotty Scheffler, Tyrrell Hatton, who's having a great week. Eight under. Patrick Cantlay, Adam Scott, um, Tagala and Taylor Gooch are in there at seven under, and there's a few there just after them as well. It is bubbling up nicely, DT, at the moment, isn't it? There's a, it's a good quality leaderboard too. It is. Uh, lots of big names there. I said yesterday that I thought, even though there's so far to go, that there were four people who could win it. Mm. And I said Cam Smith, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler and Xander Schauffele. Pretty sure I said those four. Mm. And I, I don't... Uh, Nothing has changed with that opinion. It's even more sort of solidified, if anything. Um, so actually today, I've not really got anything for the outright market. I'm, I'm happy enough with where we are, and I don't see any particular reason to jump on anyone else. Uh, do, do you know, I, I, I totally take your logic from yesterday. I mean, Scotty and Rory, who are already on the late tea time pods betting slipper, are looking pretty healthy. Um, Scotty Scheffler's just monotonously going around and uh, and taking the course down two rounds of four under for him. Rory McIlroy is marching with confidence um, towards the top end of the leaderboard as well. But the only worry for me there um, against our two picks is Cam Smith. He looks absolutely yeah. superb. Well, he's holding everything, isn't he? He's leading the strokes game, putting stats. Um, and you do fear that he could slip the field, possibly, if he keeps just holding everything. Um, but what is he? He's about 74. He's uh, the, the, the top few. Cam Smith's there, best price of 19 to 10. Um, Rory's 9 to 2. You've got Cam Young there at 9s. Victor's there at 10s. And DJ 11s with Scotty um, Scheffler, 12 to 1. Yeah, it's sort of like you could... Back Cam Smith to try and sort of cover yourself, then someone else could win, even though it's unlikely, I think. But um, so, yeah, it's the outright market isn't really the place to go for me at the halfway stage. So instead, if you want to pull up the top 10 market. All right. Okay. We're going to go that way. So who are you picking to get to squeeze into the top 10 then? Yeah. So, I mean, there's probably three or four slots already taken, to be honest, but I still think there's scope for uh, quite a lot of. Uh, those further back to make a move. So I'm going to pick two sort of classic open players. <clears throat> so to make a move. Okay. So firstly, I'm going to go with Shane Lowry to finish in the top 10. If you want to give me his price. I will scroll down because he's way back. Um, best price of 100 to 30 with Skybet for Shane Lowry. Yeah. Uh, so he's tied 25th on the leaderboard. Basically, he played 17 excellent holes yesterday and, and just had a bit of a made a bit of a mess at 16. He actually said he played that hole as if it was playing like it does in the Alfred Dunhill Links, which he's done well in. Mm. So he, he he sort of didn't respect the hole enough from where the, the pin placement was. He took a double bogey there at 16, but everything else was excellent. I mean, as it is, he emerged with a 68. So he's 25th at the moment. Um, as we speak here. Um, but that's, you know, he's a couple of shots off 12th, not far, three shots off 8th. I expect Shane Lowry to, to keep his momentum going. If you remember back to the Irish Open um, a few weeks ago, he only just made the cut and then he absolutely ran through the field uh, to finish in the top 10. 
I'm hoping something similar works out. He's obviously an open champion, one in 2019. So I think he'll start to pick off some of these surprise names. I think well, you, you, you have all of the stats to your fingertips, but the, the thing with Shane Larry that I've seemed to have picked up over the last two days is that playing really well, just not necessarily holding the putts to you know go up the leaderboard. But if he starts holding them, he could quite easily come through, couldn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think that recent experience of seeing him, what he did in Ireland when he gets a bit of a motor on, so much experience on this course and just the way he played yesterday, he said he played great, just for, just had one bad hole. So, yeah, expect something in this, a good low, well, I don't know, something in the in the 60s, I don't know, maybe another 67 today and I think he'll be right there to, to get a top 10. This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. So he's the first pick then. You mentioned two. Who was your other one? Yeah, the other one is Sergio Garcia, who's an absolute, you know, stud in this event in terms of finishing in the top 10. I think he's had 10 of them. Yeah, there was, there was a, a, a run of years where he was never outside the top 10 in this tournament. Says, um, interviewed yesterday, he said, uh, apart from the Ryder Cup, this is his favourite tournament. And he had a great day yesterday, shot 66. Um, he was flirting with all sorts of a score. I think he was seven under with quite a few to play. Uh, just didn't quite finish it off. But 66 yesterday um, was an excellent effort from Sergio. Now on the leaderboard, he's minus three. So he's um, he's got a bit to go uh, to make that up. But just after, that 66 yesterday did so many things well that again... I expect maybe the guys who've been there and done it in this event, they will start to come through the pack as we go on over the weekend. And Sergio's got real momentum after that 66. Loves this event, loves St Andrews, has done really well here before. But it, and it, it's, yeah, obviously I wouldn't be backing him for a top 10 from here if he was 5-1, to one, but I think you can get 12-1. to one. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, both the prices, the best prices with Skybet on both Shane Lowry and Sergio Garcia, 100 to 30 for the Irishman and 12 to 1 for the Spaniard. Yeah, so we're not, we're not, you know, we're not saying he's got to go and win it. That's that's the problem of backing the short prices now at the top. They, they've got to win it. There's so much pressure just to sort of glide into the top 10. No real pressure on that. Uh, so I think we've got two good absolute class acts in open championships to give us a, a bit of a run in that top 10 market. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Could I throw in one for your your opinion? He's, he's, he's only even money, 10 to 11. Um, but Tyrrell Hatton, to finish top 10... 10 to 11 for Tyrrell Hatton. He's playing really nicely and he's got previous success at St Andrews. He seems to be, yeah, major tournaments. He tends to kind of like just kind of disappear, but I reckon he might stay hang, stay the course this time. Well, he's done all right in this event, to be fair. He's got a fifth and a sixth, so it's not new territory for him. So, yeah, I wouldn't put you off that. Yeah, more, more of the kind of safe bet kind of end, isn't it? But it's uh, yeah. I, quite, I quite fancy him to continue his progress up the leaderboard if uh, not, not necessary to win it. Um, is there anything... He can become he can become the, the 
the third member of my mate's club for you. <laughs> my mate's I'm, I'm, I'm kind of creating this little sort of mythical dinner party, aren't I? Colin Morikawa is the first guest. There. Oh, Victor, welcome along. Have you brought a bottle? Then Terrell Hatton, you've got the invite if you do well this week. Um, have you got anything else for me, um, DT, before we sit back and watch this unfold over the next however many millions of hours? Yeah, well, we've, we've got... Um... We've got some money in the bank, haven't we, from um, from yesterday with our with our uh, treble that landed at seventeen to one. So I'm going to put up a four timer. Oh, go on, at, go for it at the same sort of price. You're chancing your arm again, are you? Go on. Yeah. Well, making a, a reasoned, um, logical bet. You mean? Well, I I really hope that. Um, as well as listening, because we're getting really good figures. Um, thank you very much for watching and listening over the last couple of days and hopefully today as well. Um, and hopefully some of you took note of that 17 to 1 treble and have actually got a good betting balance as a result of that, because that's what we're here for, to try and help you win a few bets along the way. But uh, today, DT? Yeah, so today's uh, a four-timer today rather than a treble. So I'm going to start with Tommy Fleetwood to beat Brian Harmon. Fleetwood... Again, like uh, Lowry and Garcia, who's got a bunch of experience in this event, was runner-up to to Lowry in 2019. Done really well here in the Alfred Dunhill links. Bit of a slow start, which was disappointing, but he came back yesterday with a nice round in the 60s. Um, he's up against Brian Harmon, the American left-hander. I just think Fleetwood's sort of overall knowledge of this course and links golf will come to the fore there. Um, he's the favourite, as you'd expect. He's two to three to win that one. Uh, so he's the first leg. And that gets underway at 10 past 12, doesn't it? So uh... Yeah, I've not gone too early to give people a bit of time to get their bets on. Um, next one, we've got Shane Lowry, our friend Shane Lowry again. Um, he's up against Nikolai Hoygaard, the, the young Danish prospect who's you know taken the European Tour by storm a little bit, DPT World Tour by storm a little bit. But again, Larry's the one with all the the know-how and the and the nous to, uh, to to play well on the weekend. He's he's four to seven to win that bet against Hoygaard, sort of price that you probably would expect. But I think Larry uh, will take care of the young Dane, so he's four to seven. Then um, we get onto the the two that will bump the price up a little bit. So, have you seen much of Sahith Tigala? Yes. Yes. Uh, so, he's an American guy with, with uh, Indian heritage. He gives it a he's right brilliant. wallop, doesn't he? Yeah, wallops, and he's brilliant. He's, we watched him yesterday. I think he got some of the biggest sort of uh, applause from the crowd that, w- that was going. He had a, a real string of followers. You could hear them cheering everything he did. Uh, so, he's having a bit of a blast, uh, to be honest. He said when he got it, he was a bit overwhelmed by it all. Uh, just the history and everything with St Andrews, but he started to settle down and play really nicely at Tigala. Been in great form on the PGA Tour. We've seen him finish almost take victory in Phoenix and then again in the Travellers a couple of weeks ago. He said yesterday he doesn't really um, it, driving isn't his strength, but what he does do is he hits a nice fade, and he said he can hit that fade all day at St Andrews because because he he can play um, the way. He, you can play the course. It just suits that drive that you can fade it in. So he he just said he's, he's hitting in two areas where it's safe because he sort of knows that he can play that that faded drive. And he also said he loves um, loves these lengthy putts that you get at St Andrews. He just said, 50-foot putts, brilliant. I love them. <laughs> uh, not, not everyone might be so keen about. 
That, yeah, um, that's, that's a sentence you don't hear very often, is it? No, I think he's just one of one of these who's seen it for the first time, wide-eyed, having a blast. No pressure on him at all uh, to do anything. So he's up against Siwoo Kim, uh, the Korean, who, who's got a, a, a pretty terrible record in the majors. He's obviously doing quite well this week. Did you see me? He held a bunker shot from the road hole, uh, which was a bit of a... Um, well, it's a great shot, but a bit fluky, so... Uh, his score maybe is a little bit uh, sugared by that, um, but I think I just think Thigala's on a roll. Uh, played great uh, yesterday. What is he seven under for the tournament? Uh, yesterday's round was what did he shoot yesterday? He goes out at, uh, five past three. Shot I was sixty eight yesterday. Um, back nine in thirty four, which was uh, two under. Had an eagle as well at number nine. So. He's a big old hitter, and I think he's he's relishing some of these par fours that he can drive. So Tigalu is twenty-one to twenty odds against to beat Siwoo Kim. Quite like that price. So you're thinking, how do we get to nearly seventeen to one with those three? Well, the fourth one is a a bit of an outsider. Have you heard of David Carey? Um, I've heard of him. Isn't he an archbishop? He sounds like it, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as well as his archbishoping on the side, he's a good golfer. He's an Irishman. He once shot 57. Can you believe that? Wow. Once shot 57 on the Alps Tour. Um, and then uh, he had to qualify, come through qualifying, but he won qualifying by four shots, I think, at Fairmont St Andrews, which is another course in the area. And then he obviously played Lynx golf uh, growing up, David Carey. But He's a confident old so-and-so. He reckons he can win this, which uh, okay, you, you don't. Which you don't know is complete bluster, and he'll he'll get a wake-up call, or whether he's just so confident he'll ride it a little bit. Some a lot of golfers have their comfort zones, and maybe he can add another round in before he suddenly goes, "Whoa, I'm in the mix here in an open." But I think today he can keep it going. He's up against uh, Lee Westwood, and yeah, he could easily argue Westwood should. Has got all the experience and all that kind of thing, and you know has played well at St Andrews before. But Westwood can blow a bit hot and cold. Sometimes you think, oh, he's, he's just how he used to be, and then he'll throw in a, a pour around. It's more the price, isn't it? David Carey's nine to four. Where wow. to beat Lee Westwood? Well, if they um, played yesterday together, um, Carey hit five under yesterday. Westwood was just one under. That the landed yeah. and some yesterday for on those scores. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's 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 too big, isn't it? The price. Carey's clearly doing something really well this week. As you say, he outshot Westwood by four shots yesterday. I don't think I'd have anyone at nine to four to win a two ball at this stage. Uh, I mean, yeah. if you if you're coming out around about the same time they are, you're playing well, regardless, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. If you're five under after two days at St Andrews, you, you're doing okay. Yeah, and Lee Westwood isn't Scotty Scheffler, and he's not Cam Smith. Is he? He's someone who could, who could, you know, dip quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, David Carey gives us our ninety-four and gets us from I think what was looking like a, a treble of a, around four or five to one, that flings us forward to, to nearly seventeen to one again. Seventeen to one. Seventeen seems to be our favourite uh, number, doesn't it? This week at the uh, Open Championship, um, yeah. So that's uh, Tommy Fleetwood to beat uh, Brian Harmon. You got Shane Lowry in there to beat and Hogard and Tagala to beat Siwoo Kim and David Carey, Archbishop, 
to beat uh, Lee Westwood, um, 17 to 1 there on the uh, two balls today. And that Fleetwood Harmon match gets underway at 12.10 today. So we're currently recording 9.20 ish as we speak now. So uh, if you're listening later, 12.10 is when you can get those on. But obviously, if you missed that first one, and you're listening to us a little bit later than that, you can go with the rest of those picks and uh, make them up into a treble to double, or even just take David Carey at 9 to 4 as a single and yeah. uh, to keep you amused at later on. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. One final point before we, uh, I let you go, DT. I had a little bit of a tear in my eye yesterday watching old Tiger coming down the 18th. I mean, he, he hobbled around. He didn't have the best two days to, in terms of his scoring. We've seen far better from him in the past, haven't we? But the reception he got going down the 18th, and he had a tear in his eye too. It was quite an emotional little send-off, and hopefully we will see him again. But you're kind of thinking now that uh, sightings of the Tiger might be few and far between. Yeah, St Andrews. I mean, he he was saying he might not be back at St Andrews again. He was thinking, I don't know quite where he's getting his, his info from because he said it might not be back till 2030. But we, we don't know that. It could be. If you look at the roads ahead, I think we're, we only go up to 2025. I writes the sport. You, you you often say he moves the needle. He, he he basically writes this sport. Well, yeah, maybe if he um, if they want him back, they should bring the open back to Andrews quicker than they can. You don't know, do you? With his legs bad now, does it mean his leg deteriorates, or does it mean his leg can be built back up? Could go yeah, that the way, way. The way he was kind of talking, it sounded like he was expecting it to get worse, wasn't it, rather than better? But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you don't um, know. It's very amazing people around who do clever stuff. So. Um, yeah, I think we'll see him at another open or two, but not at St Andrews, which, which is a, a shame. And yeah, it was a shame we're not seeing him for two more days at least. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it'd have been nice to have seen him go out with a with a blast, wouldn't it? And even you know, even to just hold that put on the 18th mm-hmm. yesterday, but it wasn't to be. But got a massive send off, and he looked. Uh, but pretty emotional off the back of that. So uh, well done, everybody, for giving him a round of applause coming up. Because regardless of what he's done off the off the course at times, he is an absolute legend of the game, and he's moved the game forward, hasn't he, dramatically over the last twenty years or so. And uh, yeah, he's been fantastic watching him. Um, DT, I will let you get on. Sit yourself down. Watch the rest of today. Um, get yourself all sorted out so we can come back and um, with our best bets ahead of the final round. Um, and good luck with your bets today. Seventeen to one, Fleetwood, Lowry, Tagala, and Carey. The picks day in the two balls. DT, see you tomorrow. Yeah, cheers, James. See you. And uh, good luck with, our, with all of your bets out there, everybody. Um, enjoy the golf. It's turning into a fantastic 150th Open. And we'll see you again ahead of round four. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Podcast Network.